What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, bringing you incredible guests from all over the world. So sit back, relax, and tune in. My next guest is a entrepreneur. He is a performance coach for entrepreneurs, and he's the founder of the Superhuman CEO. Please welcome Adam Lucero. Adam? I'm excited to be on. Quite the intro. And yeah, you guys are going to have some actionable tips to walk away here. You're going to become a stronger version of yourself. I love that. And speaking of being a stronger version of themselves, right? You had a very life-altering experience that kind of brought you where you are today. And I, I'm sorry, but I'm going to drop it on people right away yeah. because it is so incredible like how resilient we are as human beings. And then people that are out there that might be struggling don't realize that they have the strength within them. You were stabbed in the throat while at a movie theater and woke up seven days later from an induced coma. Talk to us about that. Yeah, so we're just going right into it. Yeah, we are. So plain and simple, it was as crazy as it sounds. Like literally, imagine one minute you're watching a movie and the next instant you're getting stabbed in the throat, arm, and chest by a chef knife, by a complete stranger. Yeah. So it was just like, crazy just right off like because it's just an ordinary day you know but basically what happened was i was looking for a place to stay at my aunt's and she told me i have to be out of the house for eight hours so i'm trying to kill time i go to a movie theater 10 minutes in i feel hard hit to my throat and initially i thought like this person punched me yeah and so i was like dude what the hell and then i felt another punch to my arm and chest and so then i turn around and as i push them I feel a cut in my wrist and ear. And instantly I knew I got stabbed. Like that wasn't a punch. Yeah. So I started yelling like, I've been stabbed. I've been stabbed. The lights turned on. I saw him run away and I take off my shirt and I wrap it around my neck and I'm holding the blood in. Wow. And then I'd say about like 60 seconds passes, two old, two older women come running up. They're like, what should we do? And I tell them just put pressure on my neck. Yeah. So they're doing that. And then I hear someone go, should we call 911? And I remember, like, as I'm bleeding out on the floor, someone asked, should we call 911? And I just respond, I'm like, yeah, you should call 911. If you don't call them in this situation, when would you? Like, right, that exactly. is literally what 911 is designed for. So then paramedics come. They start asking me all these questions. What year is it? What's your name? Who's president? And I get it. They're wanting to make sure I'm conscious and aware of what's going on. But at this time, I'm just, like, I'm bleeding out, like, I just want someone to save my life. I don't want to answer these questions. So I, so I just have this like frustration and they're like, all right, let's get him up on the stretcher. So they pick me up on the stretcher and I feel all my wounds worse than actual stabbing because I don't have the adrenaline in me anymore. Yeah. And so for every row of seats there was in front of me, it felt like I was getting stabbed in all those places multiple times because the movement was so like excruciating. Like I've never been in more pain in my entire life and I hope and I doubt I ever will be in more pain than that. It was just excruciating. I remember staring at the ceiling, trying not to scream my guts out. Yeah. So we finally get down to the ambulance and I start to relax. I'm like, okay, the paramedics got me. They know what they're doing. And so as soon as I get that thought, I feel a cold rush through my entire body. And I realized it's like, I lost a lot of blood. Like I could definitely die right now. And then I see them come over with the oxygen masks. And I, I remember thinking, don't fall asleep. You're not supposed to fall asleep in this situation. Yeah. yeah. They put it over my face. I knock out, wake up seven days later from an induced coma, 
I'm living off tubes, my legs disabled, forgot how to work, nerve damage. I just lost all sense of who I was, like lost every ounce of muscle from years of weightlifting. Yeah. And it was at the point where it's like, I was always so low energy. I literally couldn't finish eating a meal after like weeks of recovery. I was able to eat some foods again yeah. and I couldn't even finish eating a meal because I would be so tired. Like I'd have to nap to finish a meal. And so I was left kind of wondering if I still can hit my goals in life, if I can still run a business where I help other people or if my potential is just going to rot away with my ambitions. But I decided, and I was like, I'm not going to give up like this. Like, yeah, that, that happened to me, but I'm going to put a game plan together. I started studying evolution, biology, psychology to learn how to optimize human performance again as a necessity for my survival, essentially. And then fast forward a few more years. In the first year, I was able to run a 459 miles, pitting up close to as much weight in the gym as possible. And now I just started my own business, or I started my business back then. And now I help people and entrepreneurs do the same thing, optimize their performance, their productivity. Wow. Okay. So a couple of questions. How old were you when that happened? 21. 21. Holy mm -hmm. crap. Okay. Where were you? Like what part of the country <laughs> were you? Like, I, was in North I was in Northern California. Northern California. Okay. And so yeah. did you, did they ever find the person that stabbed you? Yeah. He's actually in jail right now because cops were looking for him when he attacked me because two days prior, he stabbed another homeless man. 50 times while he was sleeping so the cops were looking for him they got the call they got him and now he's in jail so clearly he's got some mental problems yeah exactly so he had schizo he was schizophrenic so oh, essentially wow. he's battling his own demons and i actually have no hard feelings for I him i feel bad that. for him because like yeah. that's the thing when this whole thing went to court right and he can like partake because he was insane so he worked with psychologists or whoever needed to be to get him back to the point where he's sane and right. when that happened and he found out what he did he pled guilty he felt terrible about what he right. did so oh. it just goes to show like he was battling his own demons you know like yeah. and the fact that he pled guilty felt terrible after shows that he's not a bad person he was just he, he was facing his life his life was difficult and you know yeah um so yeah that's deep man that's pretty deep Wow. Okay. So yeah, I was going to ask you, how do you feel? I mean, was that a bad part of California? Like I know California, but I don't re like he just was roaming. Yeah. Up. Yeah. How do you get into the movie theater? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Yeah. They had like a, yeah, they had like a policy anyways. Yeah. But nonetheless, um, uh, sorry. What was your question? I kind of, I lost my focus there for a second. I guess my last question was how do you get into the movie theater? Oh yeah. So basically <laughs> they had a policy where they keep the kids use the bathroom. And so oh, they were trying to help. Okay. They were trying to, it's a good cause, right? They're trying to let homeless people go to the bathroom yeah. and get water and stuff. But yeah, it had its fault, I guess. But yeah. Oh, well, okay. Well, fast forward. Um, now you are the founder of Superhuman CEO and mm -hmm. you've created tools to help yourself like bounce back from such a terrible experience. I mean, at 21, mm -hmm. that's pretty, pretty earth shattering. Yeah. And so like, at first it was because you just wake up one second you're just life's 180 just completely different right yeah and so at first i did what most people probably would do like of course this happened to me like this sucks like you yeah, have self-doubt yeah yeah like it's tough it's a tough hit it just is uh, any way you put it and so the thing was 
that wasn't improving my life. I kept complaining and not being in the right mindset of what do I need to do to get back on track? I was being more of a victim. And so it kind of dawned on me. I was like, okay, well, what's going to happen to my life in two years or five years if I continue down the same path where I play victim, say my life's over, like I'm not going to achieve my goals. I'm going to be in the same position where I feel weak. I feel powerless. And I just made that decision. I was like, no, okay. I don't want that anymore. I accept what happened. And when you fully accept what happened, you become less, you have less fears, worries, doubts. It's a, it's a simple mindset shift that allows you to focus on growth and what you need to do and that you're in control and that you're, whatever happens in your life, you have the ability to overcome it rather than just playing the victim card in a sense. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, total sense. Are you speaking to like kids in high school? I feel like you should be a speaker for them. I appreciate it. Um, no, I'm currently not, but it's funny. The more podcasts I go on, the more times as podcasters like you say that, like you should be a motivational speaker or something yeah. like that. And that's a great kids in that impressionable age where they could go left or right. And I think that hearing a story like yours where you had something so impactful happen at such a young age mm-hmm. could really empower them and inspire them to do something great with their lives and not... You know, because if they came across something like that, if they didn't hear your speech or hear your, Mm -hmm. they could be detrimental to their future. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I appreciate, I appreciate that. And I think that is something I'll probably do in the future. Like that really excites me. I like speaking about it and it's just nice to see people leave with inspiration that actually lasts with them, that impacts their life in a serious and meaningful way. But right now, I'm just really focused on growing this business because I just love yeah. helping entrepreneurs become more powerful. Like seeing the difference in how they operate and their confidence and how their perspective on the world just shifted. It's like it just brings me so much joy. So I always yeah, follow I where my path is for the moment. You're smiling so big. I can feel it come through the screen. What about a book? I feel like yeah. you're writing a book too. A hundred percent. These are all like great ideas and I probably <laughs> will do them, but it's like, there's always so many different ideas. It's yeah. like, I need to stay focused and grind one thing out and yeah. get that going and then move to the next type of thing. Okay. Well, let's move. Let's move on. Let's talk mm-hmm. about superhuman CEO. I love the name. I like, I'm a t- total superhero fan. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I imagine like, oh, if I had like these, you know, these skills, um, yeah. how come, what made you, what was inspired by the name or how did you get inspired to, for that name? Because one, my clients have literally told me it feels like they have a superpower. So that's where it first stemmed from. So like that's, I've had that happen multiple times. So then I'm like, okay, I like that. And then the other aspect of it is like, because I used to be at a point where I was so weak. I just like, once I got to this point where I was on the extreme opposite, I felt superhuman. Like I literally did like my energy levels, my cognitive function, my confidence in myself, everything just totally changed so much. And so I literally felt superhuman. I'm like, wow, when you do everything you're supposed to do and that your body's evolved from and you do X, Y, and Z correctly, it's like you just feel unstoppable. And so I guess that's where the name was inspired. No, I love it. And I think it makes an impact for sure. Um, when you were studying like the psychology and biology and all that, mm-hmm. all that stuff to, to help you start your business and to bounce back from what had happened, mm-hmm. were there things that you learned through that process that um, that you think that people would benefit from? Because that, that that helps with your mindset, right? The mindset shift when you start studying biology with the human body's capable of and psychology mm-hmm. and to learn some of those skills and how the human brain operates, <laughs> I feel is also another skill in itself. A hundred percent. And so that's really what happens when we get all these changes in our clients or whoever we work with. It's 
them understanding how the brain works explains yeah. why they fall victim to the circumstances and challenges they face. And it gives them this well, new awareness. And with that awareness, grants them the ability to change their actions. They understand if, oh, this is the same pattern. This is my brain trying to trick me. And then you can start to overcome it because of that awareness, essentially. Yeah, no, I love it. So why entrepreneurs? Just because I find that like, so I work with driven people too that aren't entrepreneurs, um, tend to be like multi-six figure entrepreneur, uh, not like non-business owners, but pretty well off salespeople or something. And I just find that they all have a different drive. I love a client who's ready. They just like, I need to know what to do. Help me become this, but they're committed. They're just so ready for it. And also because after they get this change in themselves and their performance and every aspect of their health, they become a new person and their business grows so much. And the thing is they're creating impact. Most of them are coaches that are truly transforming lives, just how I'm transforming their life. Yeah. They're like really ending suffering and pain in someone's lives. And so it's just so crazy because it's so exciting to see someone that's been stuck for two, three years. They know they can do so much better, but they just can't get out of their own way for X, Y, and Z. But then within sometimes days, most of the time weeks, they're a completely new person. They literally say, I feel like a new person. Yeah. And they just have this confidence. Like if, if I want to change my business and go start fresh, I could make a seven figure business in one or two years, something like that, because they believe in themselves because how they're operating is just a different level. It's like yeah. when you look at like Elon Musk or Mark Cuban or the most super productive CEOs, they operate in a different way. They don't let their emotions dictate their actions. You know, do you think Tony Robbins wakes up on the day of a, like a time he's going to speak or something, goes, you know what? I'm not feeling good. I, I'm canceling. We're going to put this on pause. It's like, oh, they're done. ready. Yeah, exactly. I, so, so I, I can speak from experience. I went to a Tony Robbins thing here in Chicago, and yeah. he, had, he had some issues with his voice, and he was not feeling, in his stomach, and he was not feeling good. He's like, I, mm -hmm. I'm going to show up anyways. And he told the mm -hmm. story how he was not feeling good. And I totally agree with that. Like, you got to show, feelings are not facts, man. Mm -hmm. You got like show up or like that. You you just have to do it. Like mm -hmm. 100%. like you can't let that let that little man talk shit to you in the back. Yeah. It's just your brain trying to trick you. Yeah, we all have it, and so like that's like where mind over matter, and you know having that strength and that discipline of not listening to that voice is very important. Yeah. Another thing is like your emotions are inconsistent. They go up and down like a roller coaster. So if you're relying on your how you feel on a day, well then you're in you're going to naturally have inconsistent productivity. It's just oh, yeah. going to be a byproduct. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, I can speak to that as a female. <laughs> We're all guilty of doing that at some point, for sure. <laughs> um, so talk to us about, like, so I talk to a lot of coaches. I love my coaches. I think that you guys are so incredible, and you all, all are so unique in what mm -hmm. you coach on. No, I have never spoke to one coach that's been the same. It is, mm -hmm. it, it's, the, you all are so different, and your skill set is very unique. So what is is can you tell us a little bit about your coaching process like what it includes not mm -hmm. all the details obviously like an yeah. overview when you a client comes to you says hey adam i'm interested in working with you what does that look like yeah so essentially it's a one-to-one -one process for the most part like yeah most of it's going to be like you have my number text me leave me voice memos whenever you need it type of thing but typically there's three phases to optimization the first is going to be the mindset or perspective again we're talking about how Tony Robbins operates from a different place, a place of commitment. He doesn't let his emotions dictate his actions. So this is where we do that. And most importantly, we link your two minds together so that you have discipline and motivation. You see, most people try 
They know what they need to do. They declare they're going to work out, eat healthier, be more productive in their business, but they fail to do it. And that's because they're using their conscious mind to try and make the changes. But your subconscious mind makes 95% of your decisions you make in all your day. Hmm. And so they get into the brain battle. They make change for a few days, then they fall back into little patterns, ruts. So we need to link your two minds together so that you're filled with motivation and you become disciplined. Hmm. And then you also have the perspective change you need to operate on a higher level, essentially. Next is, is like, we want to make sure that when you wake up, you feel good. You're full of energy. You're thinking clearly. You're more motivated because it's like, when you have those days you wake up, you're exhausted. You just aren't more productive that day, whether you lack motivation, you procrastinate a little bit, or if you do start working, you're not thinking clearly. You're not producing quality work. You're kind of just sitting there trying to feel productive, but not actually doing anything that pro provides growth and revenue or business, you know? Yeah. And so we want to make sure you have the energy and focus and creativity every single day so that no matter what, you're at a place where you can put in productive work. Yeah. And then the last step is, look, we have to make sure you're operating like a, a CEO. We can't have you spending your, te your time doing tedious tasks like posting your social media or writing emails or something like that. You can't be editing your own videos. We need to delegate as many tasks as possible so that we free up a lot of your time and energy. So that way you can focus on more of the big impact actions like building out teams, improving your sales process or whatever it may be that's going to provide more growth. And so in a nutshell, that's really the three-step process. So you do coach your clients around like health and wellness then? Oh yeah, totally. That's that's part of like the superhuman performance. It's really, it's really a fancy way of saying we optimize your health to make you feel the best ever, to look the best ever, think the best ever. But we see by history from these Tony Robbins and, you know, like The Rock that, you know, being healthy and having living a very disciplined lifestyle is very key to your success. Mm -hmm. Not 100%. all, but a majority of the successful people out there are following a pretty strict regimen. They're eating healthy and, and exercising. Mm -hmm. I personally, like I'm big into health and fitness. I'm not sure if you so, like know anything about me, but like I'm mm -hmm. all about it. Supplementation, you know, diet, mm -hmm. diet. You know, I, I think that that is a very key part Huge. to living not only a very well-rounded, like big life, but also helps you, helps catapult you to that success. Everything, 100%. It affects your everyday performance and your ability to just feel good and perform well. It really does. Yeah, I love it. So how can someone get in touch with you, like learn more if they're interested in scheduling all mm -hmm. to become a superhuman CEO? Yeah, two ways. The first is you can go to superhumanceo.com. And again, you'll have some case studies. You see our client results. And if you like what you see, you can book a call to speak with me or my team. The second way is you could go to Instagram and just message me, follow me or whatever. Adam Lucero, L-U-C-E-R-O, then the number one. So Adam Lucero, one. I love it. Um, you, I, you know, I forgot to ask, can you give us maybe like a success story from one of your about one of your clients? Yeah, so without okay. naming names, obviously, you know. Okay, well, I mean, I, he doesn't mind. He's happy with the results, anyways. Okay. Um. So one of my clients, Ben, he would struggle to have consistent motivation. He'd have burst of productivity, whether it's a few days, few weeks, but then the motivation would fade. He wouldn't uphold his promises, the things he needed to do to grow his business. Like, you know, for example, he sells. He's an Amazon business. Oh. Okay. And he needs to do like product research, essentially. And so his business was doing good. It was like a seven-figure business, but he knew he could get to the next level if he could just over get out of his own way. So worked with him, and literally within three weeks, he started doing all the hard work 
with ease because he felt more motivated to do it. He became more disciplined as the habit solidified. And so then within nine months of working with us, his business valuation shot up 500,000 or so. And then not only that, but he added 200K additional profits. So along his normal profits. But the thing is, it's like not just the revenue. So the thing is you become so much more powerful that every area of your life is just gonna naturally progress. And so he became so much more confident. Like he's the one that told me, he's like, I feel like I have a superpower. If I say I'm not gonna drink for two months, I just do it. And there's no there's no second guessing. There's no internal battles anymore. Yeah. And so I love seeing how much more confident in themselves they become. Like he literally tell, like told me, like I changed his life. And like, he sends me messages. It's funny, every few months, like he'll just send me a message. Like, man, like I just really appreciate it. Like you seriously changed my life. You were the missing link to what I exactly what I needed. And that again, that's why I get so excited about this stuff. Cause it's like, that's the impact. Like, I just love it. Love that smile. Get you if you're just listening to this and not watching the video, his smile is like ear to ear, you guys. So if you were moved and just feel elevated by Adam's story and what he provides, if you're an entrepreneur, which I know a lot of you guys out there mm -hmm. are entrepreneurs that listen, do do not hesitate to go click the links that I put in the description and go reach out to Adam. Follow him on Instagram and maybe just schedule a call with him to see if it's a good fit. You know, you never know and uh, become that superhuman CEO that we are all meant to be. Adam, this has been such a pleasure to hear your story and talk about what you're doing. I love mm -hmm. it. You speak from experience because you yourself have become superhuman by overcoming such a tragic event in your life. This is the part of the show where I like to ask for last words of wisdom or advice. What would you like to leave with us today? One thing you can do that's gonna improve your life significantly be the best decision you make in your entire life is form the habit of keeping your promises to yourself and other people. If you do that, you get any change you want in your life. It literally becomes a superhuman if you actually develop the habit. Yeah, that's good. I totally agree with that. That is, that's huge. Well, Adam, thank you so much for sharing your story and thank you for what you're doing and helping mm -hmm. people elevate and become superhuman because da -da -da -da! I need, I like wearing my cape, you know? <laughs> Oh, well, I appreciate you having me on. It was really nice talking to you. You're welcome. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live Label Free. As always, don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more superhuman guests.